Hey, what's up, blonde heads? We got a real treat for you with this episode. In this one, we sit down with a professional cuddler named Cecilia. Yeah, you heard correct. Cecilia earns her living cuddling people, platonically. She was generous enough to sit down with us at the Post in West Philly and educate us about the world of professional cuddling, what a typical session is like, how she handles moments when things might pop up or clients don't have the greatest hygiene, and how she got started. Cecilia is a Philly lifer born in Northeast Philly, and uh, we guarantee you'll learn something uh, in this episode. Don't forget to share, subscribe, review us, all that stuff. Tell your friends about us if you like what we're doing. Everyone likes a good podcast recommendation. And follow us on social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all as The Philly Blunt. We hope you enjoy uh, this little sit-down with a professional cuddler. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Philly Blunt. My name is Johnny Goodtimes. This is Greg. Uh, Reef is out of here this week. Not uh, not with this week. Uh, this week he'll be back. Uh, he'll be back for the next one, but uh, he had to take some, take a break for some uh, work stuff. So uh, we are nonetheless quite excited to be here. We're at the Post on 30th and Walnut. We've been here a couple times now. We uh, this is where we interviewed Belarus. Like this spot, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, after we interviewed him, I, I come back here quite a bit because they've got Papa Shot and they've got air hockey, and I got a six year old. Yeah. So like, you this even... is an awesome place to come and have a beer and still bring a kid. I don't have a six year old. I've been back here like three or four times. Yeah. Just so uh, taking Belarus's money on Papa Shot. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you smoked him that. Uh, <laughs> There's a video that. of it, yes. Yeah, yeah, we got yeah. some video of that on our uh, Instagram page. Well, we're very excited. We have a extremely interesting guest on this week's uh, the episode, and her name is Cecilia Baez. Cecilia, welcome to the show. Welcome, welcome. Hello. <laughs> and Cecilia has one of the more interesting jobs we've heard of, and that's why mm-hmm. once we found out, we were like, let's let's see if we mm-hmm. can find a way to get this young lady in front of a microphone and tell us a little bit about more about herself and what she does and that is she is a professional cuddler Mm -hmm. so we are talking Mm -hmm. with professional cuddler cecilia Baez. right right nice welcome (laughs) welcome cecilia Uh, we want to know uh, i guess you know (laughs) i don't know where to even begin because again we have no frame of reference like this is a thing that honestly i didn't know existed until greg said to me check this out and i was like what I was like, this is nuts. So uh, give us a little bit of background about what cuddling, uh, professional cuddling entails. Yeah. um, So rather than calling it professional cuddling, I also like to refer to it as an alternative therapy, a touch therapy. Um, This is a service that is for people that have come to the awareness of their touch deprivation in life, um, whether that is a lack of human connection, a lack of uh, intimacy or closeness. Um, And these are people that are just seeking to kind of fill that void um, with the unconditional love that I have to give. Okay. (laughs) All right. So do you think that this is something that you already had that sort of personality where you like to, or are you a tactile person in general? Um... To be honest with you, I I love people and I love 
and I love connection, but I never, I mean, I didn't know this existed until three years ago. Right. I never was like, I'm going to be a professional cuddler one day. Woo. No, it just popped up one day and I'm just like, I'm going to sign up for that. (laughs) Okay. I didn't know that it would turn me into more of an individual that would. Uh Uh-huh. So it kind of brought something out in you that you didn't know was necessarily there. Yes. So did you have top-notch cuddling skills that people, before you got into it, was like, man, you're such a good cuddler. No, not really. No, (laughs) No, but I think it's just the type of individual that wants to be of service to other people. Mm -hmm. And it was just a way to be of service. And since the company that I work for trains you, they teach you how to cuddle people. Yeah, it's like a board certification. You are certified, is it? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You got a big big diploma up in the uh, middle of the dining room, professional... Uh, a doctorate or framed and everything. Right? Yeah. What do they What do they give you when you've completed your uh, cuddling? And, and what is uh, the training? Well, yeah. What's the training like? So it's definitely changed over the last couple of years because I've been doing this for about three years. Uh, this fall will be four. Um, when I first signed up, they make you take. Um, well, first off, it was expensive. <laughs> it was a couple hundred dollars, and uh, they make you take like an online training course to kind of learn how to work with people that are very sensitive. I'm, I'm, I've had clients that like when I would try to touch them, they would shake because they just haven't been touched in so long and it was just too much. Or I'd have clients that are really shy and um, very damaged and you have to know how to work with people in a way that's comfortable for them and slow and um, at their pace and know how to communicate effectively. Um, so one of the big things about Cuddleist that I love is when somebody... It's all about your it's open communication and about um, staying within somebody's comfort zone and honoring that. So we would play this game where I would look at them and say, will you kiss me? And they have to say no. And then I say, thank you for honoring. You know, thank you for that. And then we'll do it reversed. Um, so it's learning all that nitty gritty stuff. Um, and then you have to go to a cuddle party. They're in New York, they're in Virginia, and uh, you have like 25, 30 people for three hours in this kind of like cuddle puddle. (laughs) And it was, I'm totally an introvert and I love one-on-one, so that was really hard for me. I left after 90 minutes, I couldn't be there. It was just too much energy. Are they organized by Cuddleist.org? They're organized by the cuddle facilitation company that affiliates with Cuddleist, but I think they're they're a little bit different. Um, Cuddle facilitation company? Yeah, it's a whole different thing. Yeah. Much more expensive to get trained in that. <laughs> and they're they're running they're running the cuddle orgies. So, <laughs> they, they do the mass the mass groupings, yeah, yeah, not nice. the uh, not the one on ones. They get big money, big money yeah. at twenty five thirty people, yeah. more than two. Stuff. Yeah, no. So you work for a company called Cuddleist, mm-hmm. and that's how you first came about the whole thing to begin with, right? In a sense, I had a friend that went to get a cuddle session done, and they were sharing it with me, and I was like, oh, that's so interesting. And, I don't didn't think I would do it until I, then you see like the um, the BuzzFeed videos and like the Facebook posts about it and and then you start to like what is this so then you just google into it and you realize that it's a reality and it's it's all over the world and it doesn't matter where you live you can become a cuddler. Do you, do you know where this thing started? You say it's all over the world. Is this it seems like something It's got to be California. Right. Well, or overseas. It's not well, going to be yeah, east yeah. coast of the US would be no, the last no. place to get it. Japan. Oh, yeah? That makes sense. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, a big thing there. Okay. Yeah, and I guess someone went and saw it, and they were like, this is so cool. I'm going to bring yeah. it to America. Hmm. Right. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it seems 
it, it, it seems a little bit funny that you do this in a town like Philadelphia, which is known for a very rough exterior and not sort of a soft, cuddly personality. Hey, you'd be surprised how many rough, grown men, you know, actually need that nurture. Sure. You know? I believe it. Absolutely. Um, the market here is amazing, too, because it's not heavily saturated. I feel like over here on the East Coast, it takes a little bit longer for things to catch up from what the West Coast might have. So yeah. the West Coast is heavily saturated with cuddlers. And then mm. So you're an early adapter on this. There's not... There's not I, I did see an Inquirer piece that had a couple of other women that are doing it also, but there's, I'm guessing there's not that many of you in the area. There's really not. Is there only one organization that certifies you and trains? For certifying and training, yes, okay. Cuddleist. But there are many other platforms in which to find a cuddler. Yeah, I saw there's Reddit threads, too, called, well, I have it written here somewhere, Cuddle Buddies. There's mm-hmm. a Reddit cuddle thread, buddies, so people find each other there. Cuddle Comfort, Snuggle Buddies, Cuddle Companions. There's just so many of them. Hmm. Do you... Why? What's the sudden urge? Like, why do you think there's such an uptick and a need for this? I mean, honestly, in this day and age, especially in America, like, people keep a an arm's length distance there's yep. such thing as personal space and especially with men like there's this divide with closeness and connection like men don't touch each other and okay. hug the same way women do and like if you go to a place like in India they don't have that personal space and men in the same families will hold hands and play with each other's hair and have that connection and love and it not be like a, a homophobic thing they don't think about it like that right. but in America they do and then, and some men notice this, and they're just kind of like, "Dude, like this sucks." Yeah, I, I remember I was when I was <laughs> when I was your age, a long, <laughs> long time ago. I was in Italy. It's in the twentieth century. <laughs> yes, it was, Greg. Thank you for bringing that up. I was in Italy, and. It was a group of. It was like well, I was work. I was working at a resort. Long story, but I was working at a resort, and like we're all kind of like laying down watching TV or something. Like this guy put his head on my belly. Now in America, that would be holy shit, like, what's going on here? But in Italy, it was just like, it's just being comfortable, you know? And it was like, and it was like, wow, this is a different thing than I would ever experience in the U.S. because we are so scared of, especially, like you said, man-to-man touch. Mm -hmm. I I think it's part of the whole thing. Do you feel like that's, do do you think that you're, Sort of, I don't know if capitalizing on that's the right word. I don't think there's anything wrong with what you're doing, but do you think that that's a big part of why so many people want to do this is because touch is such a weird thing in America more than other places? I think that's definitely a piece. I think just an experience, I get so many different types of clients that not all of them come from that place. Uh-huh. Some of them just maybe might have trauma and just want to be held because something bad happened to them you know like right but that's that's a big factor there are i I see a lot of men who oh i have safety issue i work on and i was we had tried to hook up to get me a cuddle session beforehand and it didn't work out schedule wise but leading up to it i was joking around but then after like thinking about it i have safety issues and i was like oh man if she just spoons me and tells me i'm safe and stuff i'll just start weeping probably just to feel people like people love that yeah of course who wouldn't oh my goodness it's it's i recently actually i've discovered people just want to feel safe mm-hmm. and warm and and nurtured and welcomed and to know that everything's going to be okay yeah so i'm just petting heads <laughs> but it is so precious it really is that people can open themselves up to me like that and feel safe in that space 
What is a typical cuddle session like? Ooh, well, um, well, after we've we're settled kind of into the space, um, typically I go over boundaries, um, effective communication, and uh, just chit chat a little bit to get comfortable. Because you know you got to build that rapport. Now, is that something you're doing online, or is that something you're doing already at your house? We do it at my house. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, when they first book a request online, we do a phone consultation for about 20, 30 minutes, maybe, just to build that connection. And I'm, I like to feel like I'm very intuitive, so I can pick up on people, like red flags, intentions. We ask questions, um, and then we proceed if we want to proceed. So what happened? Did I let off, did I set off a red flag, or did you really get sick with the schedule? Oh, no, oh yeah, well, paranoid. Like, what the hell? Now it's all I, making I sense. So oh yeah, no, not feeling well. Yeah, <laughs> just call me Red Flag Greg. <laughs> red Flag Greg. <laughs> <laughs> no, hey, I read a um, a recent. I think it was the Guardian. They did a survey, and they asked people about their weekend interactions with other people. And I think it was 20, 19 to twenty one percent of the individuals said they don't talk to another human from five from the end of the workday Friday to Monday morning, except if they go to a store and make a transaction and say thank you or whatever. Because our society is just such a lonely place; we're all isolated with earbuds on, and just you can get all the entertainment you want in your house for the most part in video games. Do you think, like, do you see people who have minimal contact with yes, humans? Yes, I see a lot of people who just work so much and are so introverted and afraid to go out into the world or just have no interest in going out into the world that I'm their friend. Right. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I'm, their, I'm their treat of, it's, it's really... Is that a dangerous, slippery slope? Like, do they get, do you find people forming an emotional bond with you that you are just their cuddler? That's where we set boundaries. And um, I never really let people see me more than twice a month. Okay. Um, I, financially, it'd be great to see you more, but yeah. I think in terms of attachment, it's smarter to do that. Mm-hmm. And then um, setting boundaries with communication and uh, never hanging out with clients outside of the setting, no matter how well we connect. It's just... And we have this talk in the very beginning of the session, you know? Yeah. It's like, this is our relationship. Um, but I'm typically very open, so like between 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. during the week, you can call me, you can text me, I'll talk, I'll communicate. Because people sometimes, or a lot of clients that I get want, need more than a session. They need like talk therapy, they need someone to be there for them. Yeah, so you'll actually, um, you'll text with them or talk in between sessions as yeah, well? Yeah, and I'll, I'll, usually they're rare, because we have those boundaries set, they're aware to not push too much. Mm-hmm. But if they really need something, they can always reach out. They, most of the time people are just asking for advice with like mostly spirituality things that they found interesting. Um, so you haven't had to cut any clients off because you thought it was they were getting a little too attached? No, not yet. Not yet. Um, which is nice. Yeah? Yeah. So yeah. when you, you say you, you, you text with them or whatever, how is that governed? Is there a price to text with them or is that part of the package? No, as long as they keep it within the set time frames that I said you can reach out to me. Okay. Um, and as long as you understand the extent of the relationship, mm-hmm. uh, which we talk about, um, okay. then it's, it's okay. Okay. And my door's always open. I'm just wow. kind of like, I'm here for you kind of individual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you talked about spirituality. How does that enter into the construct of the, of the cuddling? So um, my sessions specifically I like to gear towards more of a therapeutic experience I mean Cuddlist overall does more therapy but my goal when I have the client come to the location is that we can be in this present moment and forget about your work forget about your 
daily life, about the things that you have to do, and just we're going to melt into a deeply relaxed state. And building that comfortability, people will talk to me about their issues, and I um, will use a lot of integrative energy therapy, where I'll do kind of energy work on them during the session. So they're getting cuddling, but they're also probably getting Reiki, they're probably getting IET, um, a little bit of health coaching. Like So I add a lot of these pieces, and energy work is fairly spiritual. So. Is, is that something that you're adding on your own? Is that part of the cuddlist? Is that part of what you learned from Cuddlist, or is that something that you've decided to integrate into that's your own, own personal, personal style? Practice. Okay. Yeah, and I think that's why people like it so much. They're <laughs> like, "Oh my god, I'm getting more than a cuddle. This is great." Do you have like a new age background? Do you have, <laughs> you know, are your parents sort of hippie-ish, or what? What? What's your? Yeah, yeah. tell us a little bit about yeah parents, yeah. where you grew up, what childhood was like, um, and how and how they play into this, right? Oh my goodness. Well. I was born and raised in Philadelphia. Yeah. Um, what part? Northeast. Caught me in the boulevard. Nice. What? I met my wife at the Roosevelt Mall. Oh, my. Are you serious? <laughs> I'm so serious. <laughs> uh, that is so funny. Oh, wow. What high um, school? So I went to Science Leadership Academy. It's in Center City. Mm-hmm. Um, special admission school. Super awesome. I loved that school. Um but no, my parents are not hippies at all. My dad probably would have wanted to be in his lifetime if he could, but he had kids too young and had to focus on work. So there was no self-expression time for him. So we were talking about a session. We talk, I come in, we talk, and then how do you determine, do you ask, do you want to start like sitting up? Mm-hmm. And you sit yeah, we ask, uh, how would you like to start? Um, or, is there an em- um, like options? Is like a menu of positions yes. we can start from? Oh, of course. What do you mean? So I have these cute little books um, and people can flip through them and kind of dictate like that looks nice. I would like to do this um, or I present options. Mm-hmm. I, I present kind of easier ones to start and then I'll and they can pick. Um, my next idea is, though, to get a bunch of like like a, like a deck of cards yeah. and then to just put a bunch of pictures on them and then they can just like close their eyes and I want this one and I'm excited but uh yeah <laughs> so then they say I want to be big spoon or oh, how men love being love being little spoon. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> I, I, I big spoon all the time I got no interest in big spoon no men love being little spoon. <laughs> of course they, love they want to feel safe yeah. and they love being held yeah. like you would think like when you're in a relationship and you're you're hugging your partner if you're the male but no though men they want to be hugged and nurtured and yeah it's a, it's a good way to just surrender and let someone take care of you. And Do you ever see couples come in together? No, but I have worked with a, a husband who was trying to get his wife into it, and I think she was going to, but then they had financial issues. and So there, the possibility is there. It's just right. It just hasn't haven't occurred. Is there recommended attire? Jeans, pajamas, sweatpants? Skin contact is really nice. So I would say shorts and like a tank top, a thin material, something that like oh my if I God. were... It's a nightmare. There's no way I'm getting a tank top. Well, a t-shirt's fine too. Right. It's okay. <laughs> but like when someone's like, you know, I want Greg in like a white tank, t- tank top like with a, like a sailboat on the front of it. I just yeah. come in like an asbestos remover <laughs> outfit, like head to toe. <laughs> Some corduroy short shorts. <laughs> Oh, goodness. People wear running shorts sometimes. And, yeah. yeah. Well, what's your normal yeah. outfit? If you're talking, you like to have, you know, you, you, you know, if you're saying you let the touch is part of it, what's your typical outfit for the cuddle session? 
Cuddle t-shirt, t-shirt yeah. uniform. Cuddleless I just t-shirt. wear my Cuddleist clothing that they give from the website, so I know that I'm always in the right because Cuddleist kind of has their own code of conduct with mm-hmm. how the clothing is supposed to be. Shorts mm-hmm. are supposed to be up to your knee length, and then um, nothing very revealing for women. Yeah. And, um, Sounds like Catholic school. <laughs> it's just so that there's no like. <laughs> sure, understand. Totally I mean, understand. I don't think I'm an ugly woman, and if I went in like mm-hmm. a, in like a kind of a tiny little outfit, it'd be hard, I think, for people to concentrate on why they're there. Yep. So right. So let's, that'll segue us into a question that everyone asked me to ask you. <laughs> Obviously, people are getting, have to at some point get aroused occasionally. <laughs> so if, if there's someone who's thinking about making an appointment, how is this handled? In a professional setting? Is it just ignored? Take a break? There are lots of videos on YouTube from other cuddlists that talk about this. So I feel as if men do their research and kind of like Google it Um, because not many people ask me. The ones that do ask me or even if it's in person and it just kind of happens, how cuddlist goes about it is as long as it's one, not distracting the individual from being able to actually enjoy the session and focus and two, as long as they're not trying to do anything with it, right, we kind of just right. ignore it. Right. If we change, it, like, I'm obviously not going to spoon someone with a hard on because right. it's poking me in my back. That's a little weird. <laughs> yeah. We'll change the position. Right. Um, but it's never been an issue. People are very respectful, and they tend to like move themselves around <laughs> to like fix yeah. it. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it's happened, and honestly, like I, it's a compliment. I thank you. Um, I'm sure if I was a man, I'd have one too. So it's okay. <laughs> I understand. Well, I had females asking me, even for you, because some of them say, like, cuddling is so associated with it. I'm just used to if someone's cuddling me in a certain way, I'm probably going to just get aroused reaction. myself. You're so relaxed. Yeah. You're ch- I, I, I well, really... did you look at cuddling differently before you got into, you know, alternative therapy? Like, did you... Did you think of cuddling as something that went sort of hand in hand with sex, or did you really think of it as more of sort of an energy exchange? I definitely did not associate cuddling with sex because I would cuddle a lot of my girlfriends and even just guy friends of mine without having anything mm-hmm. happen. And it okay. was just a bonding. It was a bonding experience. Like right. my friends and I in high school would cuddle each other in puddles and watch TV and it'd be men and women. And yeah. high were, you like in, were you in theater? Or? No. Okay. All right. All right. I hated it. What's your point with that? Well, no. it just seems like the theater, the theater crowd that's kind of a, a cuddle and watch movies crowd. Uh, all right. <laughs> I what? wasn't that extroverted as a kid. It was very scary for me. Yeah. Drama and theater class were so scary. Oh, yeah? So scary. You're an introvert, but you don't mind meeting brand new people? That's not... Does that make you nervous? That's Is a that... skill. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's a skill. So you had to learn. You had to learn how to meet people, and you had oh, to yeah. overcome that fear? Oh, yeah. I mean, I had a... Uh, a sh- some strange jobs when I was younger that helped bring that out of me. Well, let's talk about those strange jobs. I I'm mean, it seems like cut, cut, cut. a lot of people them. would say cut. I'm happy to talk about them. I'm an open book. Um, I just uh, feel that when people hear it, they're just kind of like, oh, that's interesting. Um, from the ages 18, like right out of high school, till about 21, I worked as uh, an exotic dancer at a gentleman's club. And um, it brought this shy little girl out of her shell into this confident kind of woman that mm-hmm. that valued herself. And um, is that just from the experience? Did other dancers help you become that person? The experience, yeah. having the bravery to kind of just go after what you wanted and learning how to hustle and how to work mm-hmm. the room and work people. And um, um, it was an amazing time. I love that time in my life. I, really, I learned a lot. Um, if it wasn't for that, I would not be. Was this in a local club? 
Yeah, Delilah's. Okay. <laughs> okay. Who Delilah's? So uh, how did you get shout the Delilah's? Yeah. So how did you get into that line of work? Um, being a money hungry child her entire life, and then one girl was like, "Do you want to go be a waitress there?" And we're like, "Okay." And then they sell you on being a dancer because you're there, and you're like, "You do great." And you're just like, "All right, why not? I don't care." Mm-hmm. So I'm very. Uh, my big motto in life is I like, try new experiences. So if I can do right. something once, I will. I will. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, why not? And it worked out. So you it had you, out you had a, you had a good time I doing it. I mean, great time. Yeah. I made a lot of friends. That's where I met my bosses to become a bartender. That's where I met the people that t- became the clients for Cuddleist. How I became a Cuddleist. Mm-hmm. It's um everything in my life that I'm connected to now was because of that. So okay. What, what did you What did you like the most about it, and what did you not like about it? I didn't like how sexually draining it was, and mm-hmm. I think it took away a lot from my personal life, and a little bit of uh, my internal light died every time I went in there. I just didn't, I just felt like I was I was sucking my soul. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but what I loved was, yeah, how much it took me out of my comfort zone. Okay. And that's where you grow. Right. And um, when I... F- Sorry. Do you feel like it was a fair, fairly even balance in terms of what you lost and what you gained? For the first probably year and a half, maybe two years, and the last year I did it, it was just a drag. Okay. And I was like, I need to get out of here. Mm-hmm. Um, this is no longer serving me. And uh, yeah, I became a bartender. And then became a cuddleist. So... Uh, where, where do you bartend? Uh, in Chinatown at a place called Banchan. You say you're an introvert, but all your jobs, yeah, you're a people know, person. I know. I mean, yeah. all your jobs, you're Every a people job person. Every you have is interacting with people <laughs> yeah. constantly. Oh, I'm such an yeah. introvert. God, Just I'm hate s- people. Oh, little shy old me. Yeah. Oh, what do you do? Okay. Oh, I was a stripper, stripper then a bartender, and now a cobbler. Yeah, now I'm... <laughs> I just so, so shy. I think it's about how you recharge at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. I think it's about where your happy place is and where you find the most peace. After a long day of being around people, I'm so happy being alone. Yeah. Like, I sure. can spend a whole week by myself and talk to no one and be ecstatic. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I have friends, though, that after a long day, they want to go out and be with other people. And that's how they find their happiness. And that's what I differentiate between the two, personally. found some cuddle criticism, and I want to hear what oh your God, feedback is. Oh, my God, go for it, go for it. Rudy Neidegger, Chief of the Division of Psychology at Ellis Hospital in Schenectady, New York. If you have to, He says, if you have to pay someone to hug you, then physical contact is the least of your problems. It means you need help developing relationships. How would you respond to that? I would not disagree. I think that seeing a cuddler is not going to fill that void. It is not going to solve your problems, but it is a stepping stone to kind of bring you a sense of peace and happiness and push you in that direction. And, but you still have to do other things to better yourself. I wouldn't just solely depend on a cuddleist to solve all of your problems. Mm-hmm. He probably is correct. There are many other underlining things you need to work on. See a cuddler to give you that nurture for sure, but still do your other stuff so that you don't need a cuddler anymore, you know? You, in the Daily Mail piece, you said, I encourage you to express your, when you're talking about taking on a client, mm-hmm. I encourage you to express yourself and your desires for the session. What, what, what would be a typical desire for the session you would get as feedback to that? Okay, I definitely changed that wording after a little bit because I know the word desire can spark many different thoughts and be a little confusing. Um, 
people actually, for the most part, don't express what they want. They have no idea that they want. They know that there's something missing. They know it has to do with touch, and they don't know anything else. Mm -hmm. So they're just taking a long shot by seeing a cuddleist and hoping that in that moment they can find what they're looking for. Um, And nine times out of ten, it's wanting to feel safe. It's wanting to feel nurtured and cared for because you already do so much in your life for other people. They do, and you just kind of want a place where you don't got to do nothing. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. It's an excuse. It's almost an excuse. I, I have an hour, and I don't, I don't have to do shit. Oh, people love it. They're yeah. just like, yes. No one's calling me. No one's texting me, and it just it's great. But people develop their desires during the session rather than coming to them with them. Then people say, "Oh, I want relaxation." No, oh, they want more than that. Really, yeah. they do. Mm-hmm. So if you have someone whose feet stink. Their breasts stink. They have body odor. Like, how do you deal with that in a intimate 90-minute session? Well, Cuddleist has a code of conduct, and hygiene is on that code of conduct. Um, But most people whose feet stink don't know their... They don't think their feet stink. You're absolutely right. I have not had stinky feet. (laughs) (laughs) Amen. You better knock on wood. But... There have been B.O. problems, or people have very distinct smells. Mm-hmm. Um, I will not lie and say that I'm perfect at being honest in those moments and saying, look, I'm just, you smell. No. I don't know how to come from a place of love and tell somebody that they smell. That mm-hmm. it, I know that's going to offend them. It, mm-hmm. So... Fortunately, it does not happen very often, and when it does, I kind of just put up with it um, in hopes that they just should have read the code of conduct, man. <laughs> yeah, right, well, yeah I mean, but now you're not at your cuddling best, so they're, they're uh, not getting a full well, great I mean, session. After two minutes, often. after two minutes, your 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 olfactory senses mm-hmm. take in, and then they adjust to whatever smells you walk into. It really doesn't That's happen the, often, but it has happened. It has, and. I'm, I, to kind of inch at people, I have a little goodie bag in the bathroom with mm. like little things you can like like body spray and mm-hmm. stuff, and I hope that they just use it. Yeah. And it mm. hasn't happened recently, so I've had no body odors. Maybe that they're using it. Does the code of conduct say like not to wear strong perfumes or anything? It does, but perfumes don't bother me. I'd rather you wear a strong perfume than smell bad. Yeah, I'm with you. Because. So is this is this your primary breadwinner, or is the is it a mix with this and the bartending kind of half and half, or how? You know, is this sort of what you think your career will be? It is definitely not my career. Okay. It is a segue into my career, 100%. Because um, I'm really big in kind of like different healing modalities and the healing arts and, and naturopathic medicine. And that's a whole different thing. And I do think that touch therapy is a different type of healing modality, um, a different therapy. Um but 100%, this is, is definitely my main gig. This is what I do almost every day of the week. Is it really? Yeah. So, so you're booked all week, uh, Monday through Friday, every week? During last school semester. Dude, it took I us was... like four months to book this podcast. She is so busy. So yeah. busy. Yeah. yeah, no, last semester I was booked out a month in advance. Right now I'm about two to three weeks books in advance, just a bit, um, mm-hmm. depending on the day. All right, we want to uh, we want to take it to the blunt. Yeah, let's blunt it up. All right, oh, so here it is. We're gonna oh, just okay. this is rapid fire, quick questions, quick answers. Okay. All right. Uh, are we ready? Yeah. All right, let's do it. Uh, what's your favorite style of food? Vietnamese. Okay. Uh, name something that scares you. The dark. 
If you could have any superpower, what would it be? I want to be free. I want to fly. Celebrity you most want to cuddle. <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> That's solid. Yes, she was ready for that question. I, I think my wife would have answered the exact same thing, by the way. Uh, what's on your bucket list? Travel the world. Anywhere specifically? The world. Costa Rica, oh, Hawaii, this world, this Australia, world. This world. Everywhere. Okay, yeah. yeah not, everywhere. Yeah, not Jupiter. This one. Uh, worst job. My worst job. Um, that's a tough one. Working for Polo Ralph Lauren. Like the retail store? I didn't, yeah, I didn't like it. You said you worked at Delilah's. What was your favorite song to dance to? Ooh, good question. That is a really good question, and it's hard. But um, um, those little the little Shaggy song. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. so fun. Yeah, fun song. She got me on the counter. Wasn't me. Saw me banging on the sofa. Wasn't me. I even had her in the shower. Wasn't me. She even got me on camera. Wasn't me. All right, so music. What's your first concert you ever went to? Backstreet Boys. Uh, one lesson I am still learning is blank. One lesson I am still learning. How to let love in. Yeah, I give a lot of love, but I don't let myself receive it. Uh, as a fellow Northeastern, I'd like to know... Give me a Northeast Philly gem. Something most people don't know about. A, a restaurant Northeast or something. Philly gem. Okay, um, this is just kind of, uh, it's going to be hard to describe. It's just right outside of the Northeast, but still there. There's this park um, called Tookany Creek. And uh, if you walk the path of Tookany Creek, there's a big, there's woods. But if you say, screw that, go off the path, go through the woods, you come into this kind of like um meadow i want to say it's what it looks like of tall grass and trees and bridges and water and it's just a perfect place to have a romantic like picnic where no one's there and you're isolated from the world and it's a tookany creek park take the path and just keep going go into the woods you're so you you had a good high school education because in my world we call it tycone crick <laughs> <laughs> uh fill in the blank the best part of being me is blank the best part of being me? I'm awesome. And I'm hot, so I get a lot of cool stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, what kind of cool <laughs> yeah, stuff? Uh, I need a follow-up on this one. People just aren't nicer to me. Yeah, and I think it has to do with being attractive. And yeah. I'm, I smile a lot, so that helps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It helps. Yeah. Um, Greg and I, Greg and I go through the same thing. It's just yeah, you know, being tough, this hot. Really. It's you know, it's it's, it's, it's uh, to me to us, it's a curse. I mean, I guess maybe to you, it's a blessing. It's exhausting. But to, yeah, <laughs> for Greg and I, it's just it's a total. It's a loss of energy. It's I a got a constant. free beer here tonight. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Oh, wonderful! It's yeah. like, come on, show me. I'm not a piece of meat. Show me some respect. Yeah. Give me, make me pay for that beer. <laughs> so, are you religious at all? No, not at all. I follow no religion. I respect all of them, though, and I uh, I respect the ascended masters that come from the religions. Uh, what's your favorite thing about Philadelphia? My favorite thing about Philadelphia, I feel like it's a hidden gem. I think that there's so many amazing pieces of Philly that like people just don't know about, and you'll never feel unless you lived here. Mm. What's your least favorite thing about Philly? People can be a little mean. Like you can just tell that they're very cold and like tough um, for the most part. 
until they until they come to one of your cuddle sessions, exactly. and then they just they just break down and and start weeping. Yeah, yeah. They I think that like they they act like they're cold and tough, but you know now they're the not West that cold Coast, and tough. Everyone's so just happy and open. And it's like guys, catch up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what is the what does the future hold? Like, give us give us you in ten years. Me in ten years, I'm gonna be a hippie doctor. It's what I'm gonna be. <laughs> right. <laughs> what would you tell eighteen year old Cecilia? 18-year-old Cecilia. Um, to love yourself and go to the gym. It's, it's good for you. You can book any band or artist for your birthday party this year. Who's it going to be? For my birthday party? I don't even listen to music yeah, I mean, like it's, that, it's y'all. It's going to be so hard I mean, to be such video? an introvert. You don't see follow her on Instagram. It, it, she's got Tibetan bulls going on. Yeah, yeah. I don't even <laughs> listen to music like that. Um, yeah, I mean, she's going to be at a birthday party by herself. She's such a just quiet little little wallflower. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. right <laughs> Screw the music. Right. If everyone just did a group meditation, that would be the best <laughs> gift in the world. Oh, group meditation birthday? Yo, I'd love that. Oh, that's we'll strong. I like silence. that. Yeah, yeah. Now, let me do the guided piece of it. You can now breathe right, deep. Yeah, great. I mean, <laughs> why wouldn't you want all the attention on you? You're an introvert. <laughs> little old her. Yeah. Little old her. Just if you wouldn't mind just for a minute, <laughs> yeah. 250 people just listening to me <laughs> yeah, right, as right. I lead your meditation. Right. Yeah. If there's one thing you could tell people coming to cuddle not to do, what would it be? Don't get cold feet and bail on me. <laughs> oh, man. Is there a deposit? Now there is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> As there should be. <laughs> Welcome to America. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Cecilia, we want to thank you so much for coming on. This yeah, how do people, do you want people, yeah. you want to give out your socials for people to follow you, find you? Yeah. Um, I mean, if you wish to follow me on social media, that would be wonderful. It's my name, Cecilia, and then spell it backwards. It's a mirror reflection of my name. Um, uh, how about you? How about you spell that out? For oh, that's us? a lot of letters. C e c e l i a a i l e c e c. I think that's gonna be our new theme song for the show. <laughs> and if they, if they want to book you for cuddling, cuddlist.org. Cuddlist.com. Do a, dot com, do a Philly search for Philadelphia, how they find you. Uh, yeah, you go cuddlist.com, find your cuddlist, type in your location, and I should pop up right there. Okay. All right, can you can we outro with you saying P-H-I-L-L? No. <laughs> Thanks to the post for having us again. They're gracious hosts. We hosted uh, John Belair's here, and you should listen to that two-parter if you haven't. Yeah, and we want to thank you, Cecilia, for coming out and hanging out with us tonight. We greatly appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, thanks a lot. Very educational for sure. about a topic we knew nothing about. So yeah. we appreciate you coming out. Mm, yeah, I am so you. grateful. Thank you. All right, take it light. Later. Just the sound of Philadelphia. Brotherly love, brothers covered in blood, the man's office is covered in bugs, the youth dreams cut short.